0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Advance Your Belly Dance podcast, a weekly podcast all about the business of belly dance. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's Advance Your Belly Dance episode. I have a very special episode this week and it's a bit different than what I've talked about this last year which has been focused mainly on business and marketing and this week we're talking with Razia about what happens if you want to quit belly dance and why it's not the end of the world. So thank you so much for being a guest this week. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a bit about yourself. Hi,
1: um, sure. Uh, my name is Razia Starr, and I started dancing in 1998, and uh, I am based in Eugene, Oregon, and that's where I am from. Uh, I spent some time living in the UK, which is where I met you, <laughs> um, dancing, and I've spent some time in Toronto before that dancing, and Basically, all I've wanted to be since I was 16 was a professional belly dancer. And at this point in my life, as I'm kind of phasing out of dance, I'm lucky enough to have a job working in another industry I'm really passionate about, which is the food industry. Um, I work in one of Eugene's oldest local grocery stores, and that's been a really interesting adventure in my life. So that's
0: me. (laughs) That's cool. I didn't know about the food industry thing. Yeah, yeah. And was there, you've been dancing for so long. Was there any one decision that made you want to retire? Because I know you retired for a year, a few years back when um, we knew each other in London. Right. And you said you were taking a break, like just for the year, and then you came back. Was there any one decision that made you want to go back to just not dancing anymore was it a cumulative <laughs> thing and i know anyone that's been a dancer in london it's a bit tough there
1: for a lot of reasons indeed yeah. <laughs> um well i think i'll start i'll start with that that year off um that year off in london so i think that was the year of 2012 that that was always sort of intended to be really like a break um i didn't think at that point i was ready to stop fully. Um, Without getting like too elaborate, I'd had quite a few personal issues happen over the previous year, um, some health issues, and I was just exhausted. I was feeling really um, demoralized about dancing. I was just not enjoying it. And it was just kind of funny because I was really aware I'd had you know, two or three years of sort of living the dream, like the thing I'd worked towards. I'm in this huge international city. I'm dancing for a living. People seem to like and respect me. You know, um, and I I kind of came to maybe midway through 2011, and I remember I was having a walk in maybe Wimbledon Common with my husband, and I just was telling him how miserable I was, and I said, you know, I wish I had a way to just have some space, and and then I came up with this idea of taking a break. So. With that, you know, I just needed to take a step back and deal with some stuff in my own life. And, you know, I knew at that point that I wasn't quite ready to stop completely. So um, what happened after my break in 2012 was I, uh, at that point, had known that at some point in the near future, my husband and I would be moving back to America. Um, We had started his green card process. And I tried very hard to, I don't know, regain my footing in the London dance scene. But that year off, I think I just sort of lost some of my interest. Um, I had enjoyed having some time and space to myself. So it was really difficult for me to get my head back in the game. And during 2012, I had also started working full time at, you know, just like a normal job. And it was really wonderful to have weekends off. (laughs) Um, and to, to get to see my husband and to have a steady paycheck, it was like the first year in a long time I hadn't been stressed out about money. So, um, you know, we left London in 2014. So basically 2013 up until the time we left, um, I, I really wanted to to, you know, start being that full time professional dancer again. But I just couldn't push myself to do it. And um, in March of 2014 I had a really terrible unexpected thing happen where my father passed away suddenly and that just you know <laughs> it just changed my life hugely um you know you lose a parent I mean I'm still processing all that and and when that happened you know I went home for a few weeks to deal with it and I came back to London and I just I was so down um and upset that like dancing was the last thing I wanted to do. So I mean (laughs) the the break in 2012 basically kind of kind of spelled the the decline of my interest. I, I wasn't aware of it at the time. I kept thinking, you know, if I if I try a little harder to want to to do this again, you know, that'll that'll push me. And Um, When I moved back home in October of 2014, I did get a little rejuvenation because I was back in my familiar community. I was back amongst friends and family and and things I knew. Um, Yeah. And then basically nothing had changed. So I can laugh about this now, but everything from 2013 up until this point has been really, um, difficult, you know, a lot of soul searching, a lot of feeling worried and regretful. And have I made all these right choices? Um, so, so I guess (laughs) that's a long way back to your original question of (laughs) what made me want to retire. Like, is there a one thing? And my answer to that is there is one thing and, and it sort of encapsulates a lot of little things. But that one main thing is I simply realized I don't want to dance anymore. <laughs> and that's so, a perfectly good reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've had a lot of people, you know, obviously very surprised, kind of talk to me about this. Like, I, I can't believe this is happening. Why are you making this decision? And um, I realized that, no amount of money that I pour into intensives, no amount of workshops I take with people that used to really inspire me, no amount of want is going to make me actually want to dance, if that makes sense. Like I've been trying and trying and trying to rekindle that passion and it just hasn't happened. And my 35th birthday was this past May And I just sort of had this epiphany, like, to me, 35 feels like a really adult age. And um, I I had this sort of thought, like, you know, I think I'm ready to let this go. Because when it comes to practicing or teaching or planning workshops, I get so stressed and so anxious now, and I don't want to do it. And so why keep doing something I honestly don't want to do? And then that was kind of my decision.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I think with dance, it's interesting that a lot of people are hesitant to quit because it's not just like a nine to five. You you clock in and out and you go home and you just like your home life. It's as a dancer, right. that is you. It's kind of like athletes and performers. It's That is you. Everything that you do, like 24-7 has to do with with that job. Yeah, from what you eat to how you train to it's who you're friends with, who you. I mean, it's like it's insane. It's and it's a little bit overwhelming sometimes. And add on top of the fact that if you are not feeling it anymore, it's like it's the worst. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I took a a break for personal reasons too a few years ago, and I still find Mm -hmm. it hard to come back. I mean, I've been back. But not in the same capacity, not because I'm, me personally, I'm not feeling it anymore. Like I still have the inspiration. But just because once you're out of it, you feel like everyone else is so much further ahead of you.
1: <laughs> yes. You know?
0: And then you, it discourages you. But then you're like, but this isn't what you wanted. Like for the longest time, I right. thought what I wanted was to travel, like to yeah. tour. And when I got a glimpse of that, just doing a few few workshops, like traveling, it just was like not what I had envisioned. It's it's quite yep. lonely, and <laughs> you know you're just like in the hotel room waiting to perform or waiting for the workshops. And when you don't want to socialize, that's when you have to socialize.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I'm like, okay, well, if I don't want this, then what is it that I want? I don't want to dance in restaurants. That was never my my thing. And you know, so it's one of the reasons I want to do this podcast is just to help people find other ways. To be involved in belly dance, even if it's not the sure. traditional way of, of yeah. Digging. But yeah. also to talk about that it's completely okay to take a break or to even retire, if your heart's not in it anymore, because it does mm-hmm. take a lot out of you. It does affect relationships. It does affect a lot of things.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's I completely, one hundred percent understand you know, your decision and and everything you're saying just like rings true because, you know, that, that was another part of this big realization was, was absolutely every single decision I have made about every facet of my life has been determined by my life as a dancer since, you know, I mean, I started dancing at age 16, but it was about 18, 19 that I really started to take it seriously. So, you know, most of my adult life, if not all of it was, you know, yes, how do I look today you know i'm I'm a huge introvert and and it's so draining to have to be social and on and energized when your your first reaction is to run and hide and you know traveling all the time and and it's so funny because like I don't know about you, but I mean, you know yeah, that was that was the dream that was the thing I had worked so hard for and You know, I had a lot of help from other people getting into London and kind of starting a career there. But that—that was the big thing I'd worked towards. And after two or three years of it, I could not believe how much I hated it, and it was so hard to admit that to myself.
0: (laughs) Well, as a caveat, I think also, I mean, if anyone's ever lived in London as a dancer, it has killed your soul at one point. So, if you want to continue (laughs) your dance career, don't move to London. And that's yeah. not that's not at all a thing like the London dance. It's just it's 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 different than coming from America. The American right, to right. That. And that's I, you amazing.
1: know, I, I feel like I should jump in here. This this is actually something that is really important. I feel like I want to say, um, I have always loved, and this is really genuine. I have always loved being in the classroom with students. I have loved. Many moments of performing, you know, I, I have always made it my mission to be as present and engaged as possible when I'm dancing with and for other people. and so when i when I say that things were stressful or i I didn't enjoy things, I kind of hated experiences. it it wasn't it wasn't being with my students and being with my audiences. It was, you know, external factors. And I just want to make that really, really clear because I have made some of my best relationships and most amazing discoveries about life through the people I've met through dancing. But you know yeah the the London scene in particular, way different than little old Eugene Oregon. <laughs> um, way different perspective and take on dance than what I was used to just you know being in the Northwest of America. Um, many things I found for the better, but yeah, just just a lot of stuff that, kind of killed my soul
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna get so many angry emails from
1: well yeah no
0: i think everyone that's in the scene they they know no one wants to admit it like it's it's not okay everyone's gonna be like oh my god what's wrong there's nothing wrong with london it's just coming from from like you said northwest or even from florida where right it's we had like one giant school in all of orlando and that was pretty much it um it's just really hectic, and London itself yeah. is a really hectic city. So yes, I'm just going to leave it at that. But right, right, uh,
1: right. Yeah, it's totally. not for
0: everyone. If if you no. are a fast-paced person that likes a lot of competition and a lot of high-stress situations, then
1: it's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and there are there are a lot of people out there like that, and and for those people, I say yeah, you, good for you, man. <laughs> yeah, but
0: I as you cannot handle it. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I like the quieter lifestyle here in Berlin where yeah. it's a handful of dancers doing things and right. everyone kind of keeps themselves, but at the same time yeah. they're friendly. So <laughs> it's
1: right, issue. right.
0: Um, you mentioned that you are going, do you still have the full-time job in the food industry? You are doing that now or?
1: Yeah. Um, I started my work, um, the, the, the little store is called the Kiva and I started working at the Kiva Oh, geez. Just about two years ago, actually. um, I moved back, like I said, I moved back home October 2014. And I spent about nine months trying to, you know, again, like rejuvenate that passion, like, okay, I'm going to come back to this community. I know inside and out. You know, I I was super, super successful um, before I left to go to London, like I had, you know, classes that were full, I was really busy, I was making a decent amount of money, like I've I've always had a background job, but my dance life was going really well. And when I came back here, and tried to restart all this, you know, hey, things have changed. I mean, imagine that, like, (laughs) things have changed. And there's a bit of a a lull in the in the interest in belly dance here. And um, I was very surprised and disappointed that you know, um, teaching wasn't the same as it had been when I left, and that there weren't as many people interested. And I experienced a bit of butthurt about that, I'll be totally honest. Um, I really was hoping, you know, again, that that external force, I was hoping that having a lot of students wanting to dance again, and having a lot of opportunities to go perform at things, you know, that that was going to be the thing that made me want to you know, rejuvenate that passion again and it, it didn't really work and so I was not making enough money. Was like, well, okay, I have to get a job. And I'd spent my last couple of years in London working, just doing like admin work and um, you know, not very interesting. And the Kiva is a grocery store that's been here, I think, since the gosh, late sixties. So it's kind of a staple in the Eugene community. And my family's always shopped there. Uh, my brother in law worked there for a time. And, you know, it's not a glamorous job, but when I was in London, one of the things that sort of kept me (laughs) engaged in the world when I just felt like lying in bed all day was, was like borough market, you know, um, food markets, like I find food and how people eat and and their local produce and history of why they eat very interesting. And, you know, going into a grocery store and saying, you know, I'd like to work here felt really weird to me, because I'm like, well, this is this is just sort of like a it's like a minimum wage job, you know. Like I'm I'm coming from this, you know, international dance career and and I'm wanting to work a minimum wage job in a grocery store, but I was so excited and every day I'm surrounded by food and I get to talk to people about what they like eating and why. And, you know, customer service definitely has its cons. But <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this has been a really good thing for me. And, you know, it's like that thing about passion, you know, passion. Um, I have to get ready to teach a workshop, man, you you would have to literally drag me kicking and screaming into the studio to get me going to practice and to start working into things. And then here, uh, most days, I'm excited to go to my job, you know, and that's actually something I would say, I've talked to so many dancers, and so many students who openly admit, you know, like, I hate practicing, I have a hard time getting motivated. And to them, I would say, you know, that's normal, that's totally normal. But if this is something that carries on for you for years and years and years, you probably want to examine. You know, if you want to keep dancing, because to me that's telling. Like, if you want to do something, you'll find a way to get in there and do it.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I think Aziza um, has always said that. Like, it, to stop making excuses. Like, if you want to practice, you will find some way. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever try to juggle your two passions at the same time when you were dancing and and um, getting into like the food industry, or
1: did you keep it very separate? Very separate. I I didn't actually know that this was something I was so interested in, you know, until after I'd stepped away from dance almost completely. Um, I I had and I have struggled a lot with depression and anxiety and it got it got so much worse after my father passed away. And, you know, mental health stuff is something I feel a lot of dancers don't want to talk about at all, which is understandable. Um, but it is something I've I've noticed that is prevalent with a lot of professional dancers, you know, like, hey, we're actual people. (laughs) Um having having that year off in 2012 really gave me some time to sit and go, okay, well, now what do I do? And I really did not enjoy being in London just as a city, you know, too crowded, too hectic. But Borough Market or just going to food markets in different neighborhoods, those were the only places I realized I actually felt um, calm and, like, peaceful because I was in my element. You know, you're, you're having people talk to you and taste things with you, and they're really passionate about what they're doing. And, you know, I guess, I guess I realized after I moved home, like, oh, you know, this is actually something that stuck with me. But when I was dancing, I couldn't spare a moment to to enjoy anything else in life because you know yeah 24 uh, 7 you know am i getting enough sleep if i planned my lessons what am i going to be preparing for this next thing you know what do i eat today it, it was all dance and i just had to focus on it to keep it going and and earn my living
0: yeah for sure speaking of food markets if you like food markets you should definitely come to berlin we have a ton Ooh. of them <laughs> I'm there. (laughs) After the interview, I'll give you some tips. But um, (laughs) what advice would you give to someone that's feeling burnt out and considering quitting and they're kind of not sure whether they should take a break or they're worried about taking a break for too long or they're worried about retiring? What about their students? You know, a lot of people, I think a lot of dancers that have been teaching for a long time, I I know a couple that they don't teach as often anymore. They have their... Students teach, like, mainly for them, like, the people that have been with them for years and years. And they are scared to leave Mm -hmm. their students behind, which is totally understandable. Yeah, yeah. What advice would you give to someone that's feeling this way?
1: Wow. Well, um... I guess I would start by saying uh, if, if you are worried about, you know, losing your students, maybe losing some momentum, you know, maybe losing your footing in a job you've worked hard to secure as a dancer, um, there's a good chance that that's probably going to happen. And, I, and I, I, I say that just, I say that out of kindness just to prepare yourself for that, because I was not prepared for that. I thought that after a year off, You know, in 2012, I was going to feel really um, refreshed and, and excited to do things again. And when I realized that all of my students had moved on and that a year of not training and not practicing, you know, made it twice as hard to get dance back in my body, it was really humbling and really frightening. And, you know, maybe I should have known better, but I, I would say, first of all, you know, so advice, if you are seriously considering stepping away, even for a brief period of time, you just need to make sure you have a lot more time to get back in the game and that you have a plan, you know, if, if those students who have moved on, don't want to come back or whatever, you know, you have a plan and you're mentally prepared for that. um, So you don't take it personally. So that would be my first bit of advice. My second bit of advice there, gosh, I've done so much thinking and introspection about this. I mean, I, I think too much, but uh, you know, for myself, this was not a quick and easy decision. This was months of agony. <laughs> but um, if, if you're thinking, okay, like I'm burnt out and I need to take a step back, that's that's a feeling you should honor. absolutely. you know that's that's something in your brain coming to the forefront, just screaming, you know, hey, you need to take care of yourself. So, you know, it's it's not glamorous or fun to admit that you need a break, but I think if you feel strongly that you're burnt out, you need to examine that and you need to honor it. Um, some dancers I know have expressed to me that there have been times when they felt like retiring, or times when they felt like they could have a break, but like they know in their heart that they just couldn't stop dancing, and that's awesome. You know, I, I've known plenty of dancers like that. I'm not one of those people, but you know, give yourself the chance to to chew on this idea. You know, like maybe you don't have to talk to anyone about it, but but maybe sit there with yourself and just lock yourself in a private room and say, okay, I want to take a break or I want to retire and, and say it and kind of see how it feels and see what your heart says. Like, does your heart say, oh, you know, you, you don't though, you know, I think, I think you kind of know yourself better than you think. Like, as soon as I said out loud to myself, I'm going to retire it was like, I felt like I'd been released from prison and, and I was shocked at how good it felt. Like waves of relief came over me, you know, oh my God, I don't have to do this anymore. So for me, that was a clear message. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that was crystal clear. Um, you know, you, you don't have to live your life with these decisions on, on Facebook or on social media. So if this feels like something you don't want to talk to or talk about with people, that's fine. You don't have to um, sit there and think about it privately. Talk about it privately. See how you feel. I, you'll, you'll know. You'll know how you feel. And one thing that people keep saying to me, which I think is out of their hope <laughs> and I appreciate it, is uh, you know if you do take some time off and you decide you want to come back dance is always going to be there and you know Cher's been on her retirement tour for like how long now like (laughs) (laughs) you can always come back it won't be easy but you can do it but yeah you know if you if you feel like if you feel like it's been a long time since you've really enjoyed dancing you need to you need to sit down and actually get real with yourself about it
0: yeah that last part was going to be my add on. Like dance isn't going anywhere. It's not the end of the no. world if you do decide to take a break or do retire. You can come out of retirement. It's not, it's not yeah, yeah, a big deal. And I think in the moment it just feels like a big deal because it does involve a lot of your life and yeah. um yeah, and I think people are hesitant because it's like an identity
1: almost. Oh, it completely. Is your I mean, yeah. it is my. Yes, that that was the part that and a strong feeling of guilt <laughs> were the two things that kind of kept me from making this decision sooner like i started to have dreams about you know seeing my old teacher like my first teacher uh, who is alive and well <laughs> but like i'd wake up crying because in these dreams i would see her and i would just tell her how sorry i was that i'd let her down you know like like just just ridiculous ways that my mind and body were processing you know i didn't want to let my students down i didn't want to let my friends in the dance world down. I didn't want anyone to think I didn't like them or, you know, that they had offended me in some way. Um, you know, so, so guilt, guilt was definitely a big, a big thing that kept me from making this decision sooner. And then, yes, it's, it's been my identity for, so long. I mean, I have people who come into the store when I'm working who don't even talk to me by my real name. They just know me as Razia, which is totally sweet and funny, you know, but yeah, like it's, for me, I feel like it's time to, to, you know, put that character, that part of me aside and, and move on.
0: And what are you up
1: to? after
0: your retirement so you're going to be you're working in this um grocery store Mm -hmm. right and is there anything you want to share to people do you want them to like be able to follow you because this is a this is the thing too like (laughs) I know I have separate, like, accounts for everything, and I don't like when dancers follow. Like, they find me under my full name. Um, Do you want people to find Like, do you want them to come and check you out? Do you want them to stop by and say hi if they ever happen to be in Eugene?
1: I feel like you and I might be the exact same person. This is so funny. Um,
0: Like, I don't know. If you want you just want to be like, peace out. I'm done. Like... (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, there, there is a strong part of me that's that's really wanting to drop the mic and just walk out. Um,
0: <laughs> so this could be the last time. Well, like
1: <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, I have always kept, you know, like on social media, like separate things. Well, at least for the last maybe six or seven years, I've I've felt a strong need to keep my life separate because, you know, in my real life, I like to swear. I have strong opinions about things, oh, you, you know, I, swear, well, my I know, all the time. <laughs> I know, good. I know. But I mean, you, you do, you do have to, in some ways, modulate your personality to craft like a yeah, professional sure. image. And like, I know, you know, if you want to make money and pay your bills, you, you have to, um, in some ways, kind of compromise who you are <laughs> oh,
0: for sure. to,
1: to get that work. Yeah. So, um, I, Let's see, I've I've basically told everyone, you know, I'm going to be retiring at the end of this year. And that is true. I am definitely planning on closing my dance Facebook account after that point, um, closing my dance Instagram account. But, you know, I'm not dead. Um, (laughs) Me as Ray, my actual name, will be, you know, still having my other accounts. And as far as wanting to follow me, um, I will be having that open and available for people i'm actually friends with or would like to stay in contact with and i everyone else like it's been nice knowing you and uh you know i hope your your life is wonderful and maybe i'll run into you at a show in the future and i I know it sounds like really brutal but like i said i'm a i'm a huge introvert and after years of having to feel like you know yay i'm friends with everybody like i'm really looking forward to just like not
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no i totally love it it's like thanks bye-bye <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um
1: you know and i also i also i do want to say because actually you brought this up earlier like okay you'd, you'd ask like how how would you maybe suggest dancers stay involved if they don't want to you know be the performer or the teacher or whatever they were um I know for me like this this isn't something I'm just cutting out of my life and and you know tossing aside and saying like forget you like nothing nothing bad's happened that makes me want to feel that way like I still you know I still want to go to shows and support things I still want to listen to the music I love there's there's still other ways that I know I can still honor the part of me that loves belly dance um you know, and I, I would say that to anyone that's maybe feeling burnt out, but not ready to step back completely, you know, maybe take some time to just teach a class, maybe just do private lessons, you know, maybe just take some time to be a spectator, you know, take a take a break from one of your activities, and maybe not all of them and see how that feels. That's what I'm going to do.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so <laughs> much for You're joining us. It's a really really good topic i think a lot of people don't want to talk about it's like taboo i think because it has to do with like like you mentioned mental health and and just yeah so thank you so much oh you're welcome for joining us. i'm so happy you asked me thank you yes of course and if you ever do happen to want to come back and talk about anything (laughs) feel free but of course you can drop the mic and totally be like right right yeah (laughs) So thanks everybody for listening this week. For more tips, go to advanceyourbellydance.com. and until next week.